Aw, oh, come on. My mom needs to stop with these damn pictures. You talking about Herbert? Yes. He can't look that old. His daddy cute, show me him. I said, his daddy cute, show me him. Molly, show me him. Welcome back to Insecurity, the official recap podcast for HBO's Insecure. My name is Crystal. Burr, 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 burr. And I'm Hey Friend Hey. And we're back, season five. Thank you all so much for keeping us at the top of the Apple Podcast charts for another season of Insecurity. We could not do it without all of you amazing listeners. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking <airport laughs> Episode two, all about growth. Okay. I loved this episode. Very of course warm, you did. Fuzzy. Of course you did. Of all course the feelings. You did. <laughs> We're gonna get into all the feelings. Uh, first of all, we fast forwarded. It's a year later from where we last left the girls. Issa has started to furnish her apartment. Things are looking very cute. I noticed Britt Bennett's Issa. book on her nightstand, The Vanishing Half. Right there. Mm. And it's like, mm, excellent book. Proud of you. Um, And we're seeing Issa and Molly both as their alarms wake them up. Although, you know, Issa starts her day with cleaning her teeth and Molly starts hers with a nut. <laughs> Can't be <laughs> mad mean, at that. <laughs> relatable content all across the board. <laughs> Reached in the drawer for that little battery operated boyfriend. I said, I know that's right. <laughs> what I say about loving yourself. <laughs> Come on, Molly. She's on the trajectory, I'm telling you. Yes. Issa is bringing back old rap, and she is super hyped because The Block has 10,000 followers on Instagram. That's dope, though. Shout out. Okay. Come on, (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's really dope to see that something has finally, it's sticking. It's sticking. Something is sticking for Issa. I feel like we have not been able to see this for many, many seasons. Y'all can add the swipe up link now. Okay. Go you. <laughs> no, you didn't. Or did they get rid of that? I think they got rid of that. So, but whatever you can do now that you got 10,000 followers, so happy for you, girl. Um, Molly, <laughs> however, Molly, this haircut, I said, oh, Love yes. Oh, Been yes. waiting on oh, it. Yes, have been waiting. The haircut is absolutely gorgeous on her. She is meditating along to Kelly Rowland. <laughs> The shedding of identity. Yes. Her house in Bali. You saw her meditating first thing in the morning. I see it. I never saw Molly embracing a natural look. So as soon as I we wouldn't have either. saw this haircut and then the fact that she was sitting there meditating, I said, oh, yes, therapy. Come on. We ain't missed mm-hmm. no sessions. We've been going this whole time. <laughs> So Issa is texting her assistant Koya about the brand hitting 10,000 followers, but had no idea that sis was standing right there in her kitchen at that exact same moment. (laughs) More than a little creepy. (laughs) Apparently her roommate and her man been fucking, but Crystal, who was her roommate? I'm so sick at this part. (laughs) And her mama's man, also known as her daddy. (laughs) But yeah, nobody wants to hear their parents fucking. Nobody wants to hear that, so... God, no. I love that Koya is still around. She has got the Eggo waffles ready for Issa. <laughs> Just a matter of, do you want them in a plate or in a bag? <laughs> I love An that assistant. they're still doing that. <laughs> Koya is, you know, she really works well with Issa, and I just love to see her still at it. Mm. And while Issa is getting her waffles to go, Molly is absolutely killing it at her firm's staff meeting, making cute little comments, seeming to be part of the team. Everybody's laughing along. It feels really relaxed. You know, when we saw Molly at work before. Yeah, things right. were very tense. So much because tension. Because Molly was very tense. Yes. Okay. Come on, Crystal. Connection. Changes. She even volunteers to help with the rebranding presentation at their retreat. And it seems like things are going well for her. And their friendship is pretty much back to normal at this point. Molly's Aww. talking about getting pasta for dinner and... I'm just like, yay, a year later, and both of the girls are doing well. Things are going well for both of them. This ties in completely with what you were saying in the last episode about the the realness of how long it's it took oh, for yeah. them to be friends again. You know, like a whole year right. later, 
We're still seeing the process. We're happy. Mm -hmm. You know, they clearly worked through it, patched things up. But it really was a whole process that we got to witness in real time. And I'm here for that. And now I see why Britt Bennett's book was on Issa's nightstand because Issa is hosting a book signing for the legend. Could not believe it when I saw Britt Bennett. I was like, oh my God, you get it. (laughs) Shout out to the block putting up these events. Look at Issa. We might not know what the block stand for, but they doing the damn thing. Okay. This part where a fan comes out to tell Issa how much she appreciates her work, and then it just gets so awkward because the girl is like, you saved my life. And just, we're going to stay there. right there with this smile. Wasn't this um, very relatable? <laughs> very specific. First of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ban you from using the word relatable. <laughs> but yes, I was like, oh, how many times has this happened where I'm like, I don't know what to say. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank right. you for, thank you for this. <laughs> it's awkward, <laughs> but um, Issa certainly appreciates it, even if she does not know how to deal with the awkwardness of the situation. Um, right. But things going well for both of them at work. Molly is right. falling asleep on Issa's couch, and then it is so cute. Like, she's, you know, fake trying to stay up or whatever. But it was so cute when she just, like, went and got in the bed and Issa had a pillow for her. And, of course, she had to make fun of her sayings because her big old head squashed (laughs) the other one. But they're just back at it. They're back at it. You got me my own pillow? Yeah. If you're going to keep spending the night, I want you to be comfortable. Uh Also, your head kept deflating mine. You couldn't just do a nice thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it goes. Sharing a bed, that's friends. <laughs> it really listen. is. That and that means that the intimacy has been re- not Crystal yes. looking around. <laughs> the intimacy I got has a little been nervous. restored. <laughs> Just the thought, like, baby, I'm not sharing no bed, but yeah, I love you so much. Are y'all cancers? What is this? I'm not doing that. That's, that's some cancer shit. Y'all are emotional ass niggas. I'm not doing that. But Molly, it. it's so cute because Molly's like singing the little, you are my best friend. And Ethan's like, shit, shit, sh- no, don't, don't do that. Cuties. But yeah, I love it. I love that the girls are back. And I love this St. Bodie song, Like That Bitch. <laughs> you would, so, you You damn right. Correct, I do. <laughs> A very crystal track. (laughs) Fucking love that song. And we're back at Nathan's shop where Issa is coordinating another event. And I forgot that was her office low key, right? I totally forgot that she had taken that backspace from his barbershop. Yeah. Right. Yes. Same. Until you just now pointed it out. I was like, right. You're like, yeah. Yes. And so Issa's talking to them about how they might need um, a bigger location, and then the barber has to get pulled out of this conversation because he is not working. There's like a client in the chair. Right. <laughs> Niggas talking about his wife is in labor and you need to come get the fucking shape up done. But Nathan is down, kind of, for the idea about moving to a new location, but he tells Issa, you know, you got to keep your estimates in the ghetto as far as price is concerned because right. we ain't got it. And Issa's like, well, you know, most people feed me so I can do my best thinking on a full stomach. And he's like, yeah, we don't. Mm. We don't have that either. Maybe there's some peanuts <laughs> in there somewhere. But, you know, just remember that Did it's, you take it's still that humble. as a flirtation? Was this a flirtation to you? Kind of, but the harmless kind. Because I feel mm. like a real flirtation would have been like, oh, that ain't nothing, girl. Here go to Popeye's app. You can have whatever you like. But Well, no, <laughs> on her part, on her part, oh, to me, okay. it felt very like, like, no, Nathan was just, you know, taking oh, no. it as it was coming. But for me, I felt like Issa was kind of throwing like little subtle hints at him. Because I'm like, they did still have a thing. And she's kind of telling him, like, go ahead and take me out to eat. That's I how I read t- it. Maybe it's because I want them to be together. Hmm, maybe. I did not take it that way. I very much took it as Issa always being hungry and never wanting to pay for her own food. So, I mean, <laughs> true. So. You know what? I retract everything I just said. I don't even remember who I'm talking about. <laughs> 
But uh, when the two of them are at Swift Cafe, she's telling him about all these other feasible locations, Lamar Park, Homosa Beach, and Nathan really does seem down. And it seems like, you know, we know that they had their romantic dalliance that Same. didn't work right. out, right? But they seem to really be in a good space as far as, like, a nice friendship goes. Yeah, it doesn't for seem sure. To be... They're sitting there talking. Yeah. Still have the same playfulness. Yeah, it seemed really cool for sure. Mm-hmm. Issa is definitely ready for the next day. <laughs> An entrepreneur. Sure. <laughs> you know, she makes up words. Sound the like doll a makes up words. Me. <laughs> yeah, and it's fine. <laughs> but they're clearly at this cafe in between the daytime and the evening hours because the mood <laughs> changes, baby. They start dropping them candles <laughs> off. <laughs> On I these died. tables, lowering the that fucking lights, making out, going <laughs> she was at like, it. Damn, right. So to me, it felt I like hate Issa... when this happens, though. That really yes. is a thing, especially in New okay, York. It is right? the worst. You be chilling, yes. having a meeting, and then the lights get dim. They out put a here, candle right. on your table. You're like, oh wow, okay. Um, so this was great. Because <laughs> this is we'll strange. follow up on email. <laughs> because okay. right now it's a date, and I it did feel like they had like a very brief, uncomfortable moment. And she's like, yeah, what you? What you getting up to tonight? Is it something like that? And the answer is clearly yes. <laughs> because right. he didn't answer. <laughs> like, she was like, okay. Yeah, see, what about you? Is, you don't think this is a little forward of her? I don't know. I still feel like it was flirty. I, maybe it's because I don't ask men stuff like that because people will take shit the wrong way. Yeah. Like on some why you want to know. Why are you asking? You know what I mean? It felt yeah. like she was kind of throwing it in a really subtle way. Because even her being like, oh, is it going to be that type of thing? Right. And he's kind of like, uh... <laughs> I don't want to answer that, Issa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can see it. I can see it in that scene because it's like a little little forward. Lights are dim. You got candles in front of you. You ask me what I'm getting into. And she and Molly, you know, it's Freaky Friday, so they're going to watch Any Given Sunday because sure. Damn cute. I just cannot with the two of them. But (laughs) speaking of Molly, she's at her parents' house for her nephew's birthday party and very irritated with her parents. Because they still ain't done no damn estate planning. And when her daddy pulled something out of his pocket, I thought it was maybe going to be akin to a will. I cried. <laughs> I mean, it w- Of was. course it's not. It is <laughs> some deeply niggerish, hastily written. <laughs> and it's not even almost said instructions. It's not even instructions. It's just like plates. This nigga. Plates. Jewelry. Molly. <laughs> It looked like the it looked like the list we make with our schedule for the day. Yes. <laughs> this I'm is not crying. a this is not a last will and testament. This is okay. Is, this, is it even signed? Where's the notary? <laughs> Much notarized. less notarized. Is it dated? <laughs> it's just... So you know, Molly, the attorney Get is. So. <laughs> revving up, okay? She's finna cuss these niggas out behind this estate planning. And then she's suddenly interrupted by Herbert, a new character that we've never met before. And <laughs> oh, Molly boy. hasn't seen since high school. She remembers now that Herbert became a deacon when he was 15. And her mom looks pleased. This so pleased. This was a very obvious setup. <laughs> a right. very obvious setup. I knew immediately this was not gonna work out. This nigga makes... <laughs> Christian versions of trap songs for kids. Okay. Um, and I've just never been more on Molly's side. It's about to be me and Molly versus her mama and Herbert. <laughs> and I'm going to be in the trenches with that bitch because how dare you? <laughs> oh, moms. Oh, moms. They just don't get it. And they don't give a fuck because Molly and her mom are in the kitchen later and she is absolutely defending her decision to invite this boy that Molly has not seen in like 15 years <laughs> to the house. And to her credit, Molly is sticking up for herself, telling her mom about how she is not pressed about finding no nigga. And clearly that's fine with her mama because she is pressed enough for the both of them. Okay, and not even the Jesus Christ YouTube playlist. He came playing. <laughs> None no. of that impressed Molly at all. And the thing about this scene, a lot of, women in particular will be able to identify to with like 
you turn 30 and all of a sudden the people around you are like, excuse me, where's your wedding ring and why are you not pregnant? So, (laughs) but this is exactly how brilliant, successful women end up in bullshit situations because Mm -hmm. they feel pressured to just be with somebody and you end up doing something you don't want to do, being with somebody you don't want to be with so that your mama will accept you or get off your fucking ass about it right? <laughs> right like yeah that that is just not worth it and molly is really about to explain things so she's like no girl let me break this down for you but who walks in but herbert with the terrible timing and <laughs> he done queued up one of his jesus remakes on the phone <laughs> jesus God. gang jesus gang jesus gang and the mom, you see her, her uh, yeah, over there doing gone. her little box. Like, it's no. the one, it's the one. No, ma'am. no mom, please. Absolutely, the fuck. Like I said, never been more on Molly's side <laughs> ever about anything. <laughs> Issa is at work um, and presenting on behalf of her client, Crenshawn. And when I saw fine ass Kofi Sirbo in the artwork, I was like, yes, girl, whatever we're doing. Yeah, luckily, his, his, cuteness took away from the fact that this is cringe sean i was like get the hell out of here with this name i love that i just love that they were like we're gonna go for it we're gonna fucking go for it no i love it and i bet la niggas know somebody named cringe sean i'm gonna just say i think that's probably not that far out there cringe sean um Used to be incarcerated. He's now um, a designer. Koya is wearing one of his day to night fits. You could tell it's day to night because she got a blazer on. Mm-hmm. It did. <laughs> um, but NBW, the company that she's pitching to, is not so sure about Crenshaw. And this scene with the white man pitching alternate artists is entirely too triggering for me. I mean, the PTSD of this whole interaction, oh, no. this entire episode, oh, okay? No. Like, them oh, this thinking is that big. they know. And even just thinking that they know what's right for the culture or for yes. what, you know, like what's needed. It's like, bro, right. you hired me to be the curator for a reason. Let me right. do my job. Um, but I'm, I'm a little concerned that this show might be a bit big for Crenshaw's level of experience. What do you mean? Uh, well, it's pretty long. It's at the high end of our budget. And I noticed in the presentation there's supposed to be um, a group of drummers, interpretive dancers, uh, multimedia, and people on lowrider bicycles? Yeah, I don't know how you show perseverance without lowriders. <laughs> I mean, this is what we talked about from the beginning. Yeah, I know it's last minute, but we have some relationships with a few artists that are on the same vibe as Sean. They're a bit more established and experienced. Yeah. Artists like Blue Parrot, Renaissance, Edict. Yeah, I'm familiar, but none of them are from the community like Crenshaw is. Yeah, well, um, there's a lot of What's not clicking here, white man? Like, obviously, Crenshaw <laughs> is the person, and y'all should be fully on board with sponsoring this show because this is, like, what Issa does is, like she said in that panel, very much connected to, connected to authenticity being about where she comes from, showing how much she loves the place she's from. So you can't just swap this out with other artists who have been around longer or just people who successful. have had more success. Right. Like, right. Take a chance. A specific thing if we're you doing here. Do. Yeah, and they love to speak on, you know, uh, supporting the community, community-based mm-hmm. initiatives, but they don't want to work with locals, mm-hmm. and that's just really not how this works. Well, Issa is arriving at Molly's for dinner and wrapping up a phone conversation with Nathan about, you know, everybody is stressed the week before an event, but it'll be fine. Go out there and make sure you carpe that DM, even though she don't know what that means. And... <laughs> Molly is just surprised <laughs> at the conversation because she could not be just friends with somebody whose dick she's seen, which I understand. I, f- I feel you. Yeah. I mean, it's not impossible <laughs> for me. You know, it's going to take some effort on on both, both of parts. our parts. Yes, right. We're both exactly. going to have to work on and that. Very rarely yeah. are both people able to do that. But Issa's like, you know, we're literally just working together, helping each other out. I had this presentation today and the white man don't think Crenshaw has enough experience. And Molly, being a great friend, is like, they always say that bullshit. How are we supposed to get experience if y'all don't never let us do If you don't give nothing? us experience. Yes. Oh, gosh. And 
she suggests that Issa go over the white man's head and straight to his boss. An amazing idea. Every boss has a boss, and that white man does too. Seth has a boss okay, as well. Okay, now, hold on now. Is that really an amazing idea? <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was a great idea. In theory, but I feel like... <laughs> Like, I get it, but I cringed when she said that because the boss's boss is not who you're going to see on the day-to-day. You know, like, the boss's boss is usually, like, very disconnected and kind of, like, you know, via email or if you can maybe get them on a phone. But this person, Seth, is who she's going to be working with directly, and you do not want to go above that person because they will make your life hell. So I I feel like most of us have been there. A lot of times they do because it's almost like you're trying to, you know what I mean? You're trying to say that I'm not doing my job, so you have to go around me. Okay, well, I'm going to make sure that you feel that decision. So I kind of cringed at this idea. I understand your logic. I do. I just think that because, first of all, it's a cultural event. This white man is trying to dictate what should be depicted culturally. So, like, I need to go above you because you're wrong about this. But also, Seth's boss is Issa's classmate, the girl from the panel. This is her company, NBW Water. So Issa has a relationship with her already. She's like, oh, yeah, I think Nadia's in town, you know. I'll just set something up. Like, why wouldn't I go over your head when I have a relationship with your boss? And, like, that's you true. know, why wouldn't I? And, yeah. this, again, this is a white man trying to dictate what niggas are going to do at a nigga event. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. I get so it. I was I like, yes, it. Molly, tell that bitch. But sometimes right. you got to just pull the trigger. But you see what I'm saying, too. Yeah, I, I do. Like Under most circumstances, it's, that's very tricky. That could really pay you off know? and it could really blow up in your face. And it could right? really not. Just like we saw right. when she pulled up for that dinner. Luckily, it worked, <laughs> but we'll get there. <laughs> and speaking of things that are not going to work out, Molly shows Issa a picture of Herbert on her phone. And when Issa was like, his daddy cute, show me him. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd she keep saying his daddy cute, show me him. <laughs> I just kept laughing, thinking how many times they recorded that scene or shot okay, that scene and were in tears. How did Yvonne not fall out? That shit was so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Meanwhile, Molly is editing her dating app profile and, ooh-wee. Oh, boy. It was a reckoning, this huh? came up for her. She can admit now that she used to be doing the most with that what am I looking for section, although I I appreciated it. I thought that it was direct and Mm -hmm. clear, concise, and she knew what she wanted. And if you didn't fit Mm -hmm. those criteria, then you could just simply not show up. But she's laughing at herself now like, oh, girl, what am I looking for? Oh, well, the flashbacks tell us that you don't know. You ain't never knew and you still don't know. (laughs) Like she didn't even really think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, She she never even really thought about it. You know what? I'm going to come back to that. Okay. Dating me is like, hmm, another (laughs) set of absolutely tragic scenes. (laughs) Some of these I have forgotten about. (laughs) When Jadena said, no shade, but you needed a win. Bitch. Ooh, God. The way I would have crawled inside of my soul. The way she played around with Jared, I still, I told y'all then. I never recovered. A fool mm. for what you did with Jared and even Andrew talking about right. damn bitch you don't never let shit go and I feel for Molly in this situation because first of all there has to be some good in there too like there there is good in your dating, dating life her. there are of course there are good things about dating you but when you're in that space of self-reflection and growth it can be very easy to fixate on all the things you've been doing wrong and dating her is one thing. Yeah. Right. Dating is one thing, but how are you sustaining the relationship? You know, like yeah. what's the the plan for being with each other and having healthy coping mechanisms? Because I feel like that's where shit really got far. Like she right. they would be cool at first and then shit just started getting super real every time. And every time they would leave her because she was just not meeting people halfway. And you saw that yeah. was a reckoning having to answer those questions on that app. <laughs> she mm. was like, oh, 
Oh. <laughs> or she was doing too much from the beginning. Remember old boy where she had like harassed him and was like, I just wanted to make sure you made it home okay. And it's like, we went out. You saw him? Like, he was like, all he was right. Like, um, I just met you down 10 minutes ago. But sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this is bringing up a lot for Molly. She's like, I'm going to have to come back to this later, child. <laughs> Perhaps we will address this uh, dating app thing shortly. But um, this is a is part like, of growing. Wait, this is the part is. of growing that don't talk You're about right. how ugly it is when you got to face some shit about mm-hmm. yourself that isn't pretty at all. That's true. I love that There's they're showing moments. This. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets rough sometimes. So <laughs> uh, Issa is meeting with Seth's boss, Nadia, who we met before, oh, obviously, God. at the panel. They're having a nice light go. breakfast. <laughs> of steak. <laughs> and like, not, it's like massive steak. Like, this could be dinner. I'm not sure who thought steak and potatoes. Like, okay, but anyway. <laughs> They're meeting to discuss the feedback she got from Seth. And guess who walks right up? <laughs> Seth, girl. Did you see his face, though? He looked at her like, mm-hmm, you tried it, bitch. <laughs> I, he looked at her like that. I'm telling you, that's this is what I feared. It Not worked for like, her, but I this just is what like, I feared. Yeah. Let's all get together. Let's all get on the same page. I'm like, oh, Issa was not ready for that shit at all. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, because it's still her employee. You know what I mean? Right. And you, as a team, you have to be a unit. And if he's yeah. running the program, she has to kind of defer to him at times because that's why she hired him. And that was right. my fear. And Issa right. going over him, thinking that her quote unquote friendship was going to create mm-hmm. some kind of change in what his notes were. Girl. Well, she uh she played it real cute at first. She was like, I love working with Seth. Okay, he is the best. <laughs> that whip crap thing. She's like, let's start there. <laughs> did first, but did you expect these non-black people to laugh at your whip cracking thing? <laughs> like, girl, they're not. She did. Uh, no, she did. Cause that's Issa. Nadia was looking at her like, it would be completely inappropriate for me to react to that. <laughs> but anyway, Issa <laughs> is pitching Crenshaw again. And Seth is making some good points, some good points, as far as, like, we're a new brand. It's a big risk financially. Right. And that is all real. But like Issa said, again, about authenticity, about the real shit. Like, and you will be able, you can't attach your brand to some other artist, random niggas or whatever. Like, you can't attach your name to people who have already been established. You have unique opportunity here with Crenshaw and despite their nervousness Nadia and Seth agree to go with it but of course Seth is gonna have some notes and immediately I was like no white man always notes I know I was like oh there's always notes you don't need no notes open your fucking purse (laughs) (laughs) and this is so real as creatives this is something you battle all the time how many times has your has your vision of your culture been watered down by a boardroom of white people? Censorship. <laughs> God, that was like PTSD. Man, and God. it's it's the the thing about it is that you know you're not going to get the funding to do these bigger Unless. things with, right. It's right. like you you have to cut so, some corners and water down and it's just so frustrating. So I felt her in this scene. Right. And Issa has to go deliver this news, this good and bad news to Crenshaw at his looks like kind of like a design and production studio all at the same time. He employs yeah. other former um, incarcerated <laughs> people That's who are <laughs> eating chips like and they snitching. Ain't gonna get snacks ever again. <laughs> Killing them kettle chips, okay? But Issa <laughs> Issa gives him the good news and he's hype and then he starts to really get hype and talking about how he finna turn this shit way up and that's and making it like, all the more awkward. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's more. Speaking <laughs> of turning up, they would so, actually like for you to dial it all the way down. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, God, yeah. man. This was hard to watch because... Of course, she didn't say they want to water your shit down. You know, they want it simple. But they want to water they your feel shit like down. It's, they feel like it's too ambitious. And his face is just the whole time like, bitch, what? Cutting out the shit about perseverance and lowriders? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, 
No. He's like, maybe. it sounds like this is a bad idea. Yeah. Right. You can't cut my vision. And what's the point of me presenting? If I can't present it as is, then it's not right. my project. Right. Exactly. Oof. How many times have we been there? So I was going to say, I know this was rough for some of the creatives out there to watch because we've been here before. But Issa is like that manager who's like, I know, but this is really good for you. You're great for this. And you'd be way better than them other mainstream niggas that they want to have instead. Big mistake. I don't know why she said that. Because now he's like, oh, okay. So <laughs> now I'm extra not fucking with it. And I would rather wait for somebody who appreciates my vision for what it is. And Issa, again, relentless. You really could be an agent. It's telling him about how it's all part of the game. The sell. And she it's wants sad him to win and I she wants to it. win with him. Yeah. Yeah, and I get it. She's like, listen, if you just do this, you'll be farther than you were before. But mm-hmm. the problem is every time you, quote unquote, just do this, you yeah. get bigger and then you have to continue to cut corners. It's like it never mm-hmm. really ends once you allow yourself to get on that hamster wheel. And it's like, Issa, right. you know that that shit's never going to end. It'll just be but- more and more notes. Yeah, she she convinces him, though. He's like, yeah, I was pretty excited about this. So, you know, <laughs> was <laughs> I'll do it. And Issa promises not to let him down. I took a note of that because I thought interesting because <laughs> I feel like he is certainly going to be let down. But we'll see how it goes. Um, and then old boy eating the sandwich in the corner. <laughs> You could just eat the sandwich, nigga. Like you are you know, free gonna take now. It from you, brother. And we're not like it. Ain't, it don't have to be a secret. It's other sandwiches in there. Like <laughs> not a secret, but it's 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 all good. <laughs> Molly's on the phone with her mama and apologizing for being so intense and pushy about the estate planning, which you know, to her credit, is super important. But she's feeling really self aware right now after that app sat there and, and right. tracked her and her past experiences and I feel like this mama. yeah this <laughs> method of addressing it is definitely the Dr. Rhonda effect because she's like oh damn when when else have I been too pushy in my life mm, lately oh like a, an audit right yeah like audit. so let me I'm obviously not finna call niggas that I talked to three times five years ago and be like sorry I was doing the most but I will call my mama yeah. I just wanted to apologize for being so hard on you about the estate stuff. I know I can be too tight about things. And so when I feel it, I want to address it. Well, you don't owe me a sorry. I know you want what's best for us. I just have to push through my fear and do it. No, I get it. Believe me. That is not easy. Well, I'm going to call the estate planner tomorrow. And maybe you can give Herbert a call. You know, I saw him when we had beach day at the church. Jesus be a thigh. Uh, I'm hanging up, Mom. Her mama's going to call that estate planner. So this really went well. Like... I don't know, because it was very transactional. She was like, and while I do that... You go ahead and call Herbert. So well, I felt see, like this I didn't say setup. that part went well. I didn't say that part went well. <laughs> <laughs> this was a setup, Chris. I'm talking about Molly addressing one of her issues of like accountability, yeah, okay. vulnerability. You're right. On saying, that side of the phone. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes. It went well for Molly and and it went well because her mama said, you know, you don't need to apologize because she Molly is correct. Niggas do need, need to, to have, have this. You right. know, like, <laughs> it is a good thing, like, to be urgent about. So she's right. Mm-hmm. And it's good that her mama can recognize that. It's just bad that and her mama then it. turns around and is like, since I'm making a phone call, you, <laughs> you could too. Because, you know, we had beach day at the church and Herbert had his shirt off. And, oh, I cannot. What did she say about his thighs? What did she say? Hold on. I don't even I know. Because me, <laughs> me and Molly both was like, I'm getting off the phone. <laughs> Talking about mm, Jesus be a fire or something like that. Oh, she hell said, no, Jesus girl. be a thigh. That's what she said. Jesus be a thigh. Yeah, uh-uh. That's disgusting, mother. Me and Molly were both ready to get off the phone with her at that point. So, But proud of Molly for having the conversation and happy for her mama that she's going to do something responsible. 
All right. It's the day of Crenshaw show brought to you by the California African-American Museum and the good folks over at NBW. Molly's dumbass shows up with a bottle of Dasani, which Issa quickly has to snatch away from her. Like bitch. She was like, you know we got sponsors. We NBW gang now, bitch. You better get you some of that boxed water. <laughs> First of all, Issa and Molly both look incredible in this I scene. I mean... Ugh. Molly's outfit, everything about it. The, the new haircut. The chains, the black, and really the it's look. just her neck, right? The shoulders yes, with that the haircut. Just... Just fire, so good. Fire. So good. Shout out to yes. the fashions. Exactly. The setup at the museum is dope. They got niggas sitting on crates, which I absolutely love. Koya <laughs> is on top of things as usual. And that includes making sure Molly didn't smuggle no weapons into the event this time. She ain't I forgot. Died. <laughs> I died. Did too. Not the not the pocket metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at my like just making sure, bitch. Cause last time Cause you, you got know. very fucking ignorant. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, girl, with the unlaunched YouTube channel popped up, and I was like, I see what y'all are giving us this season. I She's see so what funny, that doing. lady. <laughs> not her threat, not her extorting her for an interview. Though. Right. I mean, like, you can either talk to me or I'll, I will report what shady shit you're covering up here. Like, what's that? <laughs> Even mean, but Issa is going to be a good sport. You know, she's going with it until Koya starts waving her down in the middle of this interview, like, flagging her over. Shit. This means everything's great, but I have to scoot over there real quick. Mm, turns out everything is not great. Crenshaw ain't with none of this bootlicking sellout shit. And <laughs> he has put all of the things the whites didn't want right back in his fucking show. I mean, he got drummers, dancers. The low riders. all kinds. Okay, everything that Seth said, do not bring. Yeah, he rolled up with. I loved it. I was happy. I about did too. It. <laughs> okay, maybe we should start using I statements. Okay, I feel like you're being really unprofessional. And I feel like your support for me is just a bunch of talk. You can't support me halfway, Issa. Do you have any idea what I even have to do to get you here? Man, you hear yourself? You're not my savior, bro. Look, I was doing just fine without you. I refuse to be a sellout. What are you trying to say? I'm not taking notes from people who want me to be like a bunch of whack artists I don't respect. You said you love my passion, right? Here it is. As a, as a creative, I completely understood, and I was happy for him. And as somebody who has worked with brands, I understood why Issa panicked. Of course. What? I understood both of those. I did. Because she has to, um, she's the one that has to answer to the brand. And Crenshaw made that very clear. Like, you answer to brands. I answer right? to my Good luck. spirit. <laughs> Good luck. See Crenshaw you on stage. friend. <laughs> he says, lights and five. <laughs> Their notes were out of alignment with my goals and my energy. I'm sorry, I had a vision and it just <laughs> and had it to just, be fulfilled. The, it was not vibrating at the right frequency. And so, and you know, you right. can call He's him. like, the passion, the passion you loved in me is the same passion I'm bringing with this shit. I will not sell yeah. out and I will not be like them whack-ass artists they represent. <laughs> yep. Good luck. <laughs> you want me to be more like them niggas? I don't fucking think so. Which, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I don't know why you said that because now he's going to be hell-bent and determined. And he probably Fueled. was from the very beginning. Soon as she said mm-hmm. it, he like, oh, I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and then you do. But Issa was clearly more pressed about the relationship with the brand than whether the artist felt good about putting out something. Like this show, did the artist feel like it was authentic to him? Which is ironic because authenticity was her entire selling point at that steak breakfast. But I get it, though. This is what business does to you, especially the Mm -hmm. deeper in you get, the bigger the bag gets, the bigger the sponsors. It's like it's like the degree to which you want to grow. You also have to be willing to chip away at who you are. And that's the sad Mm -hmm. part about business and capitalism. So I was like, damn, I hate it because she wants the block to be huge, you know? Yeah. And she's losing sight because she should have been on his side and she should have been strong enough to be like, Seth, I'm sorry, but we're not going to be able to work with you because this is the vision. And if you can't be a part of it, then that's that. Or at the very least, don't argue no with notes. the nigga about being unprofessional. Like, if anything, I would have just aligned myself with Crenshaw. I'm not going to argue mm-hmm. with you about professionalism or 
or what your vision being is mad and all that. Yeah. Like, you know what? Do your fucking thing and I'll handle the white man. Don't even worry about it. Like now that's gangster. Arguing with him about it. <laughs> now, maybe not from the very beginning, but once you realize he done did it and he's gonna do whatever he wants to do anyway, I would have been like, You're the artist. I'll I take trust the your heat, vision. right? Do your thing and you I'll know? take the heat. I like because that. like he said, it feels like your support is very fake because you are only you only want me to do this if I go along with this bullshit that completely takes away from my message and what I'm doing. So and you know, how a lot of brands are, too, where they'll they follow formulas. So they follow cosigns. So in a way, mm-hmm. he did it right where he did the vision. Everyone went crazy. And suddenly Seth was like, oh, shit, you were right. Because yeah. yeah, fails. He- he went rogue like an X-Man and Issa and Molly were definitely over <laughs> in the corner like, out. yeah, <laughs> it was like, all good till the lights work. went out. <laughs> <laughs> I will never work in this town good. again. <laughs> oh, girl. Because when them sirens came on and the niggas came out with them lit up drums talking about, did all my invisible niggas go to heaven? I said, oh, yes, we're doing and somebody's- it. Did you see someone start crumping behind Seth's head? I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the models are out the lowriders are out and Issa is so worried about Seth's reaction that she is completely missing how dope the show is right like right it's like she cannot even see that this is an incredible thing that's going on here because she is so worried about this man's facial expressions and oh my god and this, this partnership He's going to yeah. be so mad. And yeah, when Seth comes up to her afterwards, she is all ready to be apologetic and everything. And Seth's like, you guys were bracing right. herself for the blowback. But he was like, no, I'm glad y'all went rogue because y'all had it. And he's like, I can't wait to hear more about the other projects you had. And it's crazy because she was like, what? Right. See how stuck she looked like that is mm-hmm. not what she expected to come out of that man's mouth. And he said, oh, y'all trusted your guts. And she looked over at Crenshaw because, like, no, he trusted his. You was about to betray yours. And it's really fucked up that Issa did not realize that she had messed up here until the white man was like, oh, okay, yeah, the show was great. Absolutely loved it. Best decision. It's like, you would have really, like, you would have never gotten there. You would have never seen it. And I think she knew in that moment she owes Crenshaw a very real apology. Yep, and she yeah. looked over, and Crenshaw was having a YouTube interview, having with his the own YouTube yep. news. <laughs> Never gonna make it to YouTube, but he's taking the interview anyway. And yeah, they shared a look that let me know she gonna have to, you know, mm-hmm. a, a real apology is needed here, like along with weed. You're gonna have a to humbling, a humbling, and yes. a glass of wine. <laughs> and then, oh, and then I hear India Sean's moving on. I said, oh, oh yes. My- Oh yes! Um, first of all, shout out to my bitch Andy. We're gonna have to have a moment. Anybody who knows knows. Give it up for fucking India, girl. India Sean, and really a a moment. It was. I screamed, but then also perfect placement for this song because Issa's texting Nathan about maybe meeting up later that night. Molly is on a first date. Again, Mm -hmm. somebody we've never met before. And, you know, at first she's like waving him down, all excited, like they had Disney World. And then then she was like, reel it in. Calm down. Not your husband. (laughs) It's not your husband. Don't start planning his names. Let him order his water. I'm embracing change. Gonna be different this time. Like, Good for her. We are moving on. Things are going to be different now. We're trying different shit. Trying to switch mm-hmm. it up. Come so on. So Issa is, um, Issa and Nathan are at her place and she's telling him about how the show went and he's kind of trying to reassure her like, you know, as long as it all went well, then it's all good. But Issa knows. Aww. She knows. Right. She knows. She knows she fucked, that she up. fucked up. Thanks for the kind words, but. <laughs> right. And she also knows she's sleepy. So Nathan is like, look. You're clearly falling asleep here. I'm finna just call a lift. And then Issa's like, oh, well, why don't you just spend the night? Uh, what I say to you, Crystal, she's been baiting the man for two episodes. Okay. I told I, you. I will say. I felt it. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, the food thing, I stand by. Issa just wanted free food. Was hungry. But. <laughs> But definitely when they were at the cafe and then the candles came out and everything, she was like, what you doing tonight? Yes, mm-hmm. 
definitely laying mm-hmm. the foundation for to be like, well, why don't you just spend the night? And Nathan was looking like, oh, what? <laughs> like, he looked oh. confused. Like, oh, I didn't like, know oh, we that's were doing what we, this. We, we back in pussy territory, okay? There ain't no problem. <laughs> They're in the bed, and he kisses her like twice before this bitch has an absolute fucking breakdown. I totally misread this breakdown, by the way. I thought she was just sad about what went down with Crenshaw and just the whole block. I really did. I thought she was just like overwhelmed because she fucked up the night. No. And then until she (laughs) said, I thought I was ready. And then I was like, wait, (laughs) is this about Lawrence? Oh, hell no. She's still in love with somebody's daddy. No, you didn't. Still in love with somebody's daddy. Because certainly I mean, at this I get point. It. They just broke up like last weekend or however long. No, it was a year no, ago. No, it's been it's a, year. a year. Right. It's been a year. Oh, and, and that was two months after we had last seen them. So Condola was probably midway through her pregnancy <gasps> when. Condola when, had the baby already then. Oh, yeah. That's why I said somebody's daddy. Because that child is oh, probably. Oh, my God. The baby's <laughs> walking and everything. Oh, no. I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> That little nigga probably like six months old. Uh, might be just, you know, squealing at lights, but <laughs> regardless. Squealing at lights. <laughs> the baby's here. Um, <sighs> and Issa thought she was ready to fuck somebody else, but she's not. She is still in love with Condola's baby daddy. Ooh, awkward. What I say is coming back around, Lawrence. Mm, so Filling Nathan, in. you know, Nathan does the woo-woo-woo and Holds her till she falls asleep, but that nigga leaves in the middle of the n- night. And sure I said, the hell That's... did that door said click click. <laughs> she woke up like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, I thought maybe that a nigga was too. gonna hold me all night, but no, it's cold blooded, but it's real. I was here for some pussy, and pussy's not happening. So <laughs> Bye. Listen, she's, she said earlier he got a bevy of bitches. And you know, we thought you were joining seven the of them. So he's texting <laughs> to see who's up. <laughs> and seven is the minimum. He, he he already know who up. He done called the lift and he is on his way to her house. <laughs> oh my God. He just let her fall asleep and then he left. So that is where we end episode two. And friend, I have to say, we both said last week it ain't over between Issa and Lawrence. And here we fucking go. Here we fucking go. I knew go. it. I smelled it a mile away because you know why? Like you said, it wasn't that anyone did anything wrong. It's just that their lives are not panning out how they had hoped. And sometimes that happens and it sucks because you don't have the hate to fuel you to be like, I hate him. Because that makes it a lot easier. Yep. Oh, girl, you six months (laughs) in, you're like, all right, who's next? (laughs) Correct. You know, so I, I feel for her because she loves Lawrence. Lawrence loves her. Shit just got fucked up. But we'll see. Well, I mean, does Lawrence I still, still think love it's her? A, we don't I know what's so. going on with Lawrence. I mean, I probably. Bet he does. Love of his probably. life. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Don't start I with that bullshit. It. Oh, Remember friend. that scene with the lights? Don't do this, please. <laughs> love of my life, though. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> Every time people say that, you'd be like, so you don't think you could ever feel this way about another person? Ever? Never. Nobody? Really? Oh, Christ. You're okay. not well. Lawrence. <laughs> well, she Lawrence like, is somewhere. I thought I was ready. <laughs> okay. Are you that ready, though? Lawrence is a Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> he's got spit up on him right now. Mobiles. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence smell like baby formula. Oh, um, <laughs> And he's learning how to wash cloth diapers and shit. Is that the life you want? You really want to be a stepmother to an infant, a newborn? She she doesn't. She doesn't. And I thought her and Nathan were going to be something, but I don't think so. Not after that scene. I feel like that might be the end of that. Yeah, Yeah, I think he's like, I'm cool off this. We can still be friends and work together. We got the one year anniversary of his barbershop. And that's (laughs) that. Exactly. But... You know, we we don't need to make it weird, but it's clear that that don't need you to happen need again. Yeah. Right. Right. So I just I can't wait to see what happens when Issa and Lawrence actually do link up again, because it, I know I now see it's just Condola. a matter of time. I want to see the baby. Oh, yes. 
happy. And like, that reminds me that we saw Condola's family at some point. Maybe it was a baby shower or a birthday party for this <gasps> child. That was in like the a trailer. preview for the season. Yes. And Ooh. I think, I can't remember. Is There are so many people guest starring this season, but I'm sure we will see Condola and the baby and Lawrence again at some point. And I cannot wait, nigga. Because come on, you episode might, three. <laughs> you might be in three. love with him, but are you in love with in love him with the baby? Like my nigga. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in love to the point where I can be a step. I mean, and you, you a stepmama on the ground fucking floor. You getting in there when the baby is brand damn new. And I mean, she's pregnant. Yeah, that's true. Here's another thing. If Lawrence is a good father and this child is a newborn, he is spending a lot of time with Condola because newborns right. are typically not away from their mothers for very long. They need them for so right. much. Right. So he's probably over do there you a think, lot. Do you think that Lawrence and Condola are going to work things out on the, nope. you know, under the guise of like, Let's just, we're spending so much time together. Mm-mm. Maybe we need to give our family a chance. No, because no. I don't think Condola wants Lawrence. <laughs> Y'all After seem to he, think she really yeah. does, but she was like, no, I want my baby. You are optional. Mm, okay. And got I mean, you. and he was always a rebound. She got pregnant by the rebound, but like she wasn't really that. into him. Yeah. Remember? True. It was like he kind of came to the Thanksgiving thing and her drunk friend was like, ah, my bitch be fucking all kind of niggas and whatever else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence thought they was falling in love and Condola just needed some dick to get her through her divorce. You know, it's just fun. Yeah. And then you're got right. pregnant. You're right. So I don't think she wants him. And I also think he loves Issa. Like he would yeah. still be with Issa if Issa hadn't left him. So I don't think they're Ooh, going to try to work it out. Weave. But oh my. We'll see, girl. You never know when you, you know, sleeping on a pallet on the floor because <laughs> The baby has fucking colic or whatever, and you niggas are trading ships yeah. every 90 keep, minutes. Keep thinking he's on a pallet. <laughs> I was trying Moving to... Moving on a <laughs> Yes, Fred, giving us a little vocalist about goddamn time. <laughs> Let us know what you thought about the episode, your predictions for next week. Are Issa and Lawrence getting back together? Do y'all think yes. maybe he and Condola are gonna make something happen? Yes. Joint care of a baby. <laughs> God damn it, friend, it can't be both. <laughs> it can. And sometimes it is. <laughs> Join in the conversation using hashtag insecurity on social media. Let us know what you think. And for those of you listeners in the L.A. area, keep your eyes on the insecure socials because there's a very special scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. happening near you. I'm pulling up. Okay, I'm close. (laughs) Don't forget, of course, to check out Insecure every Sunday night, 10 p.m. on HBO. And we'll be right here in your favorite app waiting on you as soon as the episode's over. Bye. Insecurity, the Insecure After Show, is a Loudspeaker Studios production in association with Team Epiphany. We're your hosts, Crystal and Fran, our producers, Matt Raz. The executive producers are Chris Morrow and Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Tyrell Worley, and the show is engineered and edited by Dwayne Crawford. Thanks, everybody. Burr, 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 burr.